Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. But now I want to bring in a good friend, former colleague, and a guy I always lean on when it comes to legal issues. You know him as Lauren Honickman. Hello there, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Real uh, interesting day today. <sighs> are you as tired of this, this campaign as I am? <laughs> another two days, Alex. Yeah, what, 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 should we make a prediction? Will there be another bombshell dropping? Well, uh, no, you know what? It's, I, I think you're going to see a, a PC government. I think that's what's going to happen. And, you know, we're going to get into this lawsuit. And, and I know a lot of people, their gut was telling them today, oh, boy, this, this could be it for Doug Ford. I think it's the opposite. I think if this announcement of this lawsuit is going to do anything, and it may even be too late to do anything, but if it does do anything, and the way that Kathleen Wynne, and most importantly, the way that Andrea Horvath reacted yeah. to it, I think it's going to only benefit Doug Ford. Okay, so let let look, I, I talked to you this morning, um, you know, because I, I cover court issues, legal issues, and all the rest of it. So I wanted to know, um, because a lot, of, a lot of weight and a lot of headlines have been put on these really serious allegations, yeah. and they are very serious allegations, yeah. but they're just that. So when you put out a statement of claim, um, first of all, Let's talk about the timing of the claim. That was done very strategically, in your mind? Well, I, I mean, it seems to be, but as, as I was saying earlier, um, a lot of times you put out claims because you have to put them out because in, in, there's certain limitation period issues depending on the different causes of action. Now, I'm not saying, I haven't, I haven't looked at it deep enough to say, wow, they were running into the two years <laughs> that, you know, in the That province, would be so, but, yeah. So, so... That could be, I don't know, but if somebody were to look at it otherwise and say, let's say, let's take away the legal um, requirements that they weren't there, then why would you put it out now? You know, I guess in law we call it circumstantial evidence. Maybe that that was the reason. So, but but let's talk about the allegations for a moment because I think it's important that people understand when you said the word serious, how serious it is. But this is a this is a family dispute, and that and that of course adds to it, and and, and we can talk about that. But this claim, Alex, really divided into three serious allegations. The the, the 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 you know the the first part of it the breach of trust as an estate trustee he and his brother Randy for Doug Senior's estate and he him for the uh, for the estate of Rob Ford and all the issues and the allegations of how he breached his duty as as the executor as the estate trustee and then the second part the damages for negligent mismanagement of deco business and a whole whack of allegations about the losses that occurred there and why they occurred and then to top it off at the end putting a bow on it um, declarations and remedies under the uh, canadian business and corporations act oppression remedy uh, allegations that there's breach of officer and director duties and so and and statement after statement and inside the claim it's not evidence it is allegation and it's material facts as it's set out and that's why it's very important 
that people understand that, as Doug Ford said, he's going to defend this vigorously, and he'll have his chance to file a statement of defense with his material facts as he disputes what was put out here. Right, but you can't do that in a press conference. You can't do it in two minutes. It takes a long time, and it has to be done uh, because anything he says now in in open uh, season that that can all be thrown against him so he's got to be careful with what he says so he's he's limited that way i would think the other yeah. thing is and i and i talked to a business lawyer today because i wanted to know the flip side because we've got all these reporters saying well why don't you just put out your financial uh, information well that sounds all great and cheery and, and fantasy like but the reality is he's bound by uh legal obligations um, that he can't just put that information out if, in fact, there are shareholders, uh, stakeholders uh, right. pr- to, to protect the competition from the competition and for the employees. You can't just put all that stuff out there. That's right. And, and uh, exactly. So he's, he's got duties all over the place. Um, but of course, that's, that's, it's, it's easy to say, well, what do you say about this? Uh, Doug, uh, uh, the statement of claim, for example, sets out how much was lost, uh, allegedly lost each year in Deco since uh, since he was involved taking over after his father's death. Well, he's not going to stand at a news conference and talk about that and say, well, no, that's not true. That's not what happened in 2010. But you would well, have to factor in the economy. You would have to factor in all sorts of, of environmental issues like you. you you know, those fluctuations in the market. I mean, it could have been the recession. I mean, who knows? But right. that's not going to be answered in two minutes at a press conference. No, no, and it's and, and exactly and and the this is this is personal. I mean, it's it's a public claim. It's a mm-hmm. statement of claim, so it's in the public domain, um, and everybody has a right to it. There's no, and nobody wants to change that. But you have to understand what, what it means when when somebody's putting in uh, what we call these material facts. Sure. And and the other part of it is it's it's like I said, it's it's a family issue, and and you can imagine. You, you saw Doug Ford today as, as he was responding to it. And that's why, Alex, I want to get to the reaction to yeah. it. Well, let's, let's play the reaction because he was characterized in, that, um, in, in this document as, as essentially not taking care of his family. In, in other words, screwing the, the children of his brother and, and the widow of Rob. That, that is some fighting words. But here is um, Andrea Horvath, uh, who, who had a, a quick uh, comment on it. If Doug Ford's not prepared to take care of his own family, how is he going to take care of the families of Ontario? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if people are asking themselves that question today. Like, that, that's that, a soundbite, but that's, to me, uh, Well, no, I think that, you know, if I, was, uh, I, if, uh, if I was involved in Andrea Horvath's campaign as an advisor, I would have fainted at that moment because I would have said to myself, that is the most... Uh, that's the worst possible thing that one should say. First of all, you, you, you say, well, this is a statement of claim. These are allegations. But what you really should say, because it's the right thing to say, not because it's the politically correct thing to say, what you say is, look, this is, this is very personal. And there's this kids involved, yeah. This is a dispute within a family. It's, I, I don't feel it's appropriate. We've all, we've all got families. We all have our own problems. This is Mr. Ford's problem. It's not appropriate for me to talk about this at this time. Because I think it's easy when you, when you think of an estate and everyone's like, well, of course, it just goes to the wife and, and, and everyone moves on with their life. It doesn't happen like that. Estates take a long time to settle. They're put into an executor uh, for a reason. They're much more complicated than I think people um, understand. They can take a couple of years 
to to deal with. They're not necessarily all paid out. There's there's a thousand variables that can go into play when settling a family estate. But put that aside. Right. It's also deeply emotional. Yes. They become deeply territorial. So that family plant that you never cared about before, that thing you're willing to spend a, a million dollars just to get that plant back because it becomes very just emotional. I mean, settling an estate is about the ugliest thing. Even if it's $10 or a million dollars, it's just not a pleasant process. Right. But it, what we have in place is we have people who act as estate trusters, executors of wills, powers of attorney. Yep. And that, that comes with duties. That comes with do that comes with huge responsibility, and there's there's no doubt about it. When you're man, and if and if the estate is a uh, a multi million dollar estate, uh, you just factor all that in. But also, so, Rob Ford in this case would have been, and I don't want to you know guesstimate, but he no, would have no. been a, a partner in that business or had shares or some interest in that business. That can't just be undone. It, it takes time to move those parts around. Right, right. But so, but when someone dies and you are you're an estate trustee. Yeah. You have a duty to ensure that you distribute the property. So one of the allegations here of the many allegations yeah. is Doug Ford over the last two years has failed to do that at all. And, of course, there's, there's the allegation contained inside there where uh, they allege that, that Doug Ford approached Renata after Rob Ford's death, and it suggested that it would be in their best interest to settle all the estate issues without any lawyers, and that's very serious. And then That's also a- very normal. Who wants to get lawyer? Like I remember, we talked about oh, who wants. We don't want lawyers. Lawyers take take We're stuff. I don't sure. want to pay a lawyer anything. But, frankly. but you can see it's got Sorry. the specter when you're when you're reading it yeah. as oh, there's you know there's That's something terrible. towards it. There's another important yeah. uh, role that. Um, an estate trustee does, may have to pass accounts. And what that means, might have to show to the court, okay, you're involved, you've got this responsibility. What have you done with the money? And you have to produce receipts, etc. Yeah. That hasn't been done yet. So, so there's all, there's, there's declarations that there's allegations of conspiracy. There's allegations here that, that he and Randy conspired to deprive her and the children of, of their shares of DECO. Yeah. So it's over and over again, you go through this, it's just Slam, slam, slam from a from a material fact point of view. But when the election is over, yeah. Doug Ford, whether he's the premier or not, he'll deal with this and he'll have to deal with it and sit down and look exactly what how that statement of defense is going to look. And, it, and again, uh, a very private matter uh, that will be out in the public domain. Yeah, and. Uh two children who have been once again dragged through uh, what I look at as a very political and very, uh, you know, curiously timed um, bomb drop. They're let, plaintiffs. Let, they're plaintiffs. Yeah, yeah, they're there. Yeah, of course. Um, let, let me take a break here, yeah. uh, Lauren, and when we come back, I'm going to talk about uh, Trump politics and, and why, uh, you know, why we're seeing it in this country and, and your experience, because you did <laughs> report on the Ray government. So you oh, actually, yeah. whoa, yeah, yeah. we're going to go back. I want to know right. what it's like, all right? Well, what could we be looking at? That coming up with uh, myself and Lauren Honigan in just a minute here on Point. I'm Alex Pearson, and you are listening to Global News Radio. 919 on this Tuesday, joined by Lauren Honigman, who you regularly know as our Global News Radio legal expert, but I know him as a former colleague and someone I like to talk to. <laughs> I thought uh, I could bend your ear. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the, uh, I don't even know how to, Trump, Trump, Trump politics and how it's apparently, you know, taking over Canada. The only... The only people I see bringing Trump, Trumpian-type politics into this Ontario election or the opposition. And that would be Kathleen Wynne, who declared 
on day one that Doug Ford was a bully. But really, the, the throws have come from the opposition on this. Pretty hard. Pretty hard. Am I wrong? I mean, are you seeing him act like Trump? I mean, no, I, he's not—he's not, not the bombastic Ford that I—that yeah, we know. No, it's just—it's an easy. It's such an easy. It's a no-brainer. You know, people always oh, just like Trump. You know, and and he is—he isn't at all. And and it isn't like that at all. And it's the the only thing about this election. And I, I know you, you're going to we'll talk about this. Is that when you? It is the potential surprise rise of the NDP. Everybody's trying to make that. I, if you want to make comparisons, make it to 1990. Even that isn't really a comparison. But don't compare Doug Ford to, to Donald Trump. And it, what a waste of time and a waste of energy and a waste of analysis. Yeah, I mean, pinning him to the NRA and all this other crap. I'm like, what? what is going on here? I mean, yeah. so I don't like that because I think people have really been short, short, um, short served in this election in the sense that we just have, I mean, I know the policies, I know the issues, but that's because I talk about them every day. But if you're an average voter out there looking for information, looking for someone to vote for, right. that information has not gotten out to people because no. it's all this mudslinging. Well, that, that's because, as you know, Alex, elections are about, really about people, not policy. And the late, great Colin Bond told me that <laughs> in my young days at City TV. And it, and it's true. And look what, look what you've seen. you got a secret Recording. How many secret recordings have a Doug Ford? Honestly, like, can yeah. you not here's have a conversation? Like, is everything we do now recorded? Here's a secret recording where Doug Ford says, "Guns don't kill people. People with guns kill guns with uh, whatever he says." Crazy people with guns kill people. I mean, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, okay. that's oh, yeah, no, yeah, right. and that's right. Don't kill people. That's uh. right. yeah, you know, and it's like another one. Like, what are we doing here? And and this is what it's like over and over and over again. And I think I think people get uh, uh, say enough's enough yeah and they're frustrated but yeah. again they're going to go to the polls and the decision they make is going to have really um i think big consequences either yes. way yes and i'm not saying they're any perfect choice but i am going to go with a party that i think is at least talking the right language of at least attempting to get the house in order which we need well, and and who you think has the the proper people the, uh, to use Doug's word, Doug Ford's words, and I like the words the bench strength. Well, that the, does count yeah. for a lot, for that sure. Does. does count for a lot, and and the people who you say, okay, yeah, we sort of know these people. Uh, the worker bees, they're the ones out there. You know, they're the ones who are going to be doing the, a lot of the heavy lifting. I mean, the leaders, uh, having a great leader is fantastic, but it's it's more than just a leader, right? Uh, and so, you know, I, I think it's it's going to be pretty fascinating to see what will happen. It does remind me, what I just mentioned, I know you mentioned before about 1990. It, it, there is a, a tiny feel in the air. The only, you know, it's a real big difference, Alex. In 1990, I think there were two polls that came out the entire election. Mm, yeah, I wish, yeah, I wish it was like that now. Yeah, and the, where nobody really, <laughs> really knew. You had no real good idea that something was happening. And that's why on election night in 1990, way back September 90, when Bob Ray won, um, I happened to be covering his campaign, had no idea going in there. We Nobody said to me, hey, you know, there could be a, an upset. David Peterson was hugely popular. Well, hold he, on. We actually, we have audio. Let me play you some audio audio of, uh, that we dug up from the oh. archives of the good old days of Bob Ray. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Let's excellent. take a listen. I'm, I'm having difficulty getting used to it. Uh, just Bob sounds fine to me, but... How about Premier Bob? Well, it's an enormous responsibility, and I, uh, I don't think anyone could have seen this election as we have without realizing that uh, 
The public support can never be taken for granted, and I just think we've just got to do the best we can to keep on trying to earn it, and uh, it's a really very, it's a very, very humbling experience. Have you picked your cabinet yet? No, not at all. I haven't given it, I really haven't given it any thought at all. I'm going to be looking at that tomorrow, along with a number of other things. And oh, that's when he looked at his guy oh and said, oh, crap, I don't have any people. Oh, my God. Thank you. So that, and I was there that night. You're probably I mean, in that scrum. Was okay. <laughs> that was, you could tell the excitement had, had come down a bit. Yeah. But when he walked in there that night, and I'm, I was like one of the I'm screaming at him to talk as he's walking <laughs> up, and, of course, he's ignoring me. But, but the thing about it was is that David Peterson had 95 seats. I think Kathleen Wynne is 58 right now. 95. Mm. He was hugely popular. Yeah. He called a snap election three years in people were upset about it and bob ray came in and of course the rest is history now i mean let's be clear he came in when when ontario was going through its worst economic recession since the great depression at that time and and then we had the you know the social contract or the ray days as as they were called you know it was trying to force those 12 days and that caused one problem after another but but there was the the it, it it was different. There were a lot of different things then as 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 it is now. There were there was a couple of really right wing parties. I think, uh, in fact, if I remember correctly, uh, that were the Family Coalition Party. I yeah. think was in existence there, and another party that was that got I think about five percent of the vote. And that I remember analysts were saying was important. But you know what else? When I remember those those days when Bob Ray won that. And the anger, there was so much, like, people were going, oh, Bob Ray's the premier. And then within days, people were going, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, it's like going to the bar, getting really wasted, and then waking up and going, oh, what's her, yeah, what, uh, what did I just do? Yeah, but, but, you know, <laughs> who's this so person much, in my bed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was like, but I had so much respect for Bob Ray, right. I, I do to this day. I mean, the, Well, he's, the, he's had to wear a lot. He, he gets thrown uh, to the mud. He, he, he takes a lot of hits. Oh, he, and, and he, but, but what a, what a Great, great guy, and you know there was there was they, they used to go to his house to protest, and we think, oh my God, that's a wrong thing to do because people would be so angry. But but, but of course, so tell me though, but it, it was important though because it was a, a vote of protest, but it did have real economic and real uh, it did real damage to this province. Not to mention when you don't have that bench strength, it, there were some I think very uncertain times. It, there was, but but it was the social contract that that really you know the Ray days that that he has lived with yeah. with to this day and and remember what he was saying is he because of the economy he said what was it I need two billion dollars in wage cuts in the civil service I mean actually when you read back and I was reading some of his comments he was like you know everyone's got to do their part including the unions and I'm actually like bravo yeah. sir that's actually yeah. a pretty good and, deal and, and Opsu and Q- they went Q- nuts. Back then, Opsu and QP went, no, we're not talking. Yeah. You know, forget it. And I would so, love that kind of, you know, if Andrew Horvath could do that, yeah. okay, hallelujah. What Ray do when the union <laughs> said, we're not talking? No problem. She's and gone he, the opposite he, way, though. She's like, anything they want. Yeah, well, no, but that that was that was different back then. So, uh, and he lost support of oh, he lost support of the union. Our, our friend Buzz Hargrove, yeah. Canadian auto workers, uh, the support for his party. I think it fell to something like five or six percent at one point. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just it was it was incredible. And of course, the new leader who of the PC party who had lost that election, uh, a guy by the name of Mike Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, by 1995, he. Uh, 
put in something called, I think it was the Common Sense Revolution, or come back, yeah, you know, come something back. like that. And uh, know, and the rest, as they say, Ms. Pearson was history. But oh, thank you for playing that. I <laughs> I was there. I was there that night. I will, you know, of all the thousands of things I did on City TV, yeah. I, I put that in my top five as nights that or <laughs> stories that I will never forget. Yeah, those because, were magical. Because it was it was a shock. You're sitting there and you're watching. You go what? And he and he got a majority. Remember. Yeah. He didn't just get come in. He 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 swept in. David Peterson lost by something like eight thousand votes in his own right. <laughs> well, look, I will be in Hamilton covering off the NDP convention, so I well, will be there listen, live to see. I, I Either way, it's a historical. You, look, I envy you. Well, look. Have a good night. It have will a great because. Night. Even if she doesn't win, she still wins because she will be carrying the opposition. That's not a bad showing yeah, no, for no, her. No, so it's it's, be a, it'll be yeah, a good a night, night for her. For her. Yep. She's going in with 21 seats. Yep. I, I'm, I'm certain she's going to get more. I'm certain she'll come out with at least 50. Yeah. I'll put that. Uh, I got to break it there, my friend. Okay. We will do Always this again a pleasure. next talk Tuesday. To you soon. Lauren Honickman joining me. We'll do this uh, regularly because uh, I love to talk to Lauren. We... Um, I pick his brain. He's covered a lot of stuff, obviously, in the news, the media, and, of course, all things legal. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.